couple years down the road, you buy a new home. Ooh. You, uh, it's, uh, it's pretty close to where you live now. Probably even just a little closer to the city, you know, closer to downtown. It's just like, it's in your general area. You're just like a little bit closer. Okay. It's, uh, it's an older looking house. Like, and I mean that in like a good way, you know, it's like a, it's like a house with some real, uh, charm. It's a house with, uh. A lot of character. The first time you look at it, you think this is a house that has secrets. Ooh. And that's kind of one of the things that was like, uh, was attractive about it is that it, it definitely was, uh, it's different than a lot of places. You know, it's a, it's an older, um, it's like a charcoal color. Does it have a red door? Cause that's really important to me. It has the reddest door that you've seen in your whole fucking life, Val. Nice. You look at this door and you think of all the blood that has been spilled throughout humanity. All of the all the blood that's been spilled in every single conflict since the beginning of mankind. If you were to take all of that blood and uh, put it in the biggest pot you could imagine, and you send that pot on a on a rocket ship to the sun, and you let it boil for a thousand years and distill it down to its most red essence. It's not even that fucking red, Val. It's redder than that. That and secrets, I'm all about it. So you, uh, it's also like pretty reasonably priced, especially for the location. It's a hundred and twenty-five thousand dollars. Wow. Plus, you have to give them uh, for two years every month. You have to give them a fifty-dollar uh, gift card to the Darden Family Restaurants. You can't do it all at once. Every month, it's got to be a new purchase. If you uh, if you stray from that, they'll know. So the this is the bank. The bank is full of Darden the, heads. The, the seller, the person the selling the house, that's like a condition of the sale. Okay. It's like a, a two-story place. Looks like it's got a big wraparound porch. A lot of points. You know what I mean? A lot of like, there's a couple of spires. A lot of sharp edges to this house. Oh, boy. A house that, like, if there was an uprising and you had to pick a house that looked like it could defend itself, it would be this house. So you, uh, need that. Yeah. you buy the house, you sign the paperwork, your realtor uh, gives you the keys. She says, congratulations on a new home. She drops the keys in your hand doesn't make a sound your realtor kind of looks at you and smiles she gets in a red corvette (laughs) takes the top down you hear a band on the run start playing Hmm. she fires that motherfucker up just peels away her license plate says houses She's a realtor. So you uh-huh. uh, you kind of watch the, the smoke from the tires dissipate. You turn around, you look at the house, and you think, like, this is mine. I can do whatever I want. 
you and you kind of like already been planning, but you like take a walk around the yard. You look at a place like along a fence line where you want to put in a, like a, a a little garden bed. You've already bought some seed packets at the store, just kind of preparing for this day. I'm a planner. This You're makes planner. sense. There's a you see. There's a spot where you can hang like a, a big swing on the front porch. You walk around the back. There's a, a large live oak with a tire swing hanging from it. You kind of push the tire. You see it sway in the Texas summer breeze, and you feel this like wonderful sense of accomplishment. You smell honeysuckle on the air. It grows along your back fence. You take a step onto the, the porch. It gives you almost a familiar creak, like a welcome, you know, like it's accepting you. The key goes into the uh, end of the lock. You walk inside. It's It's old and it's dark wood. You can tell that it's been loved throughout the years. It's a four bedroom, three bath. One of the bedrooms has been converted into a study, but you can do whatever you want with it. You've got a, a big kitchen with updated appliances, a large island in the middle. The dining room is uh, spacious. You can, hell, you can throw a party for 20 people and have plenty of seating in there. It's huge. You have a basement. What? Which is sort of like <laughs> not normal, you know? Yeah, it's awesome. The, the basement door is, looks like it's heavy. Like it's uh, it's got like iron rivets in it. Do you go down to the basement? Do I? Yeah. Uh, is it a fully finished basement or is it unfinished? It is. Uh, it's finished. Okay, then I'll go down. So you go downstairs, right? You pull on the door, you descend the stairwell, turn the lights on, fully finished basement. There's even a couple of rooms that are like built into it, you know, like a, like looks to be like a laundry room, just a downstairs half bath. So you're getting like really excited. Like this is your place. It's your new place. You know, it's huge. It's huge. It's a, it's a palace. It's a palace. It's a, it's a steel. You uh, walk back upstairs to the main floor, just kind of poking your head in every room, every closet, just trying to get yourself familiar with the space. You go upstairs into the master bedroom and you immediately you're like scheming, like, how am I going to decorate this? You know what I mean? Like you've already you've thought about it and you've thought about it. But now that you're like there in the space itself, it feels so much more real. So you're looking around, you're seeing how the natural light fills the room. You think about painting the walls. What color would you paint? I'm a big fan of a light mauve. So you think light mauve will do the trick. And that's one of the first things that you want to do is you want to get like your room set up for you for you so that you can have a space in the house while while you like get everything else into order 
So you go to uh, you go to a Lowe's. You walk down the the paint aisle. You find uh, a little. Is that a swatch? Is that technically a swatch? I don't know. Yeah. yeah. You get that little swatch little for card. light mauve. You take it to the counter. Order the paint. The guy behind the counter, you know, they, they mix it, put it in that machine that just shakes and shakes and shakes. You it's get a hard few, not to shake along with it. I mean, you kind of feel that like, you know. I just bought a house. Just bought a I'm house. Yeah. Things are shaking. You're a mover and a shaker. That's how you That's how you look at yourself. <laughs> After all, you just moved, you know? Yeah. And now here you are in Lowe's shaking what your mama gave you. <laughs> a man walks by. He goes, <laughs> you blush. You turn, you turn, right. you turn bright red, you know, you turn bright red and this, uh, this lady walks up and she looks at your face and she goes, can I get a gallon of that? And she just points it at <laughs> your cheeks and, uh, the, the guy working the counter, his name's, uh, uh, Tyler scrum. He, uh, he's like, yeah, sure. And he's got a little app and he like takes a picture and he like makes a he makes a color and he looks at you and he goes, I mean it's yours. What do you want to what do you want to call it? I, th- I think I'm gonna call it Buffalo Spit. He kind of looks at you. He goes, We've already already got a already got a Buffalo Spit. Goes, oh really? We could do part Buffalo Spit too if you want, or if you want something different. He goes, Whatever. He goes, It's your call. I just can't have a duplicate in the system. It'll cause so many fuck ups. Oh, can we call it Buffalo Spittoon? He goes, kind of play kinda, off of the. You hear him like, you know, he looks in the in the computer. He goes, Yeah, yes. He goes, I can do, I can do Buffalo Spittoon. So he uh, he enters the shade, and uh, the the woman goes, Well, thank you for the for the beautiful color. You're you welcome. You get your uh, several gowns of this light mauve. Check out. You go home. You lay down like some plastic you know tarp or whatever whatever you're going to use to cover the floor and you uh you look at like there's a couple it's like not a perfect place you know there's there's a little bit of damage along uh the molding in a couple spots but nothing nothing that looks like it's going to be too hard to fix so you're kind of like taping things off getting everything prepped you um you start like removing this piece of damaged molding you pull it out and sort of tucked inside the molding is like a like a, a yellowed piece of paper. It's like mm. curled up into a tight little spiral, you know? It just kind of falls out onto the floor. It's maybe like four inches wide. What do you do? I, I guess this is a secret number one about to be revealed. I, I'm curious, so if I'm going to unroll it and and take a look. So you unroll it, right? You, uh, it looks like you, like you kind of look at it. it it's kind of hard to tell what it is. It's like a, it, it almost looks like, like there's like two kind of crooked vertical lines and then two sort of crooked horizontal lines. Uh, you see that there's like a sort of like a stripe in between the two horizontal lines and just below the stripe, there's an, like an, a red X. You kind of, you kind of look at it 
you hold it in your hands, you hold it up to the light, you look at it a little bit longer, and you realize that it's like a map of Austin, of old Austin. Whoa. Right? And you realize that, like, like there's a couple of landmarks, like, there's a, there's a big C where the capital would be. You look in, just kind of like going by the landmarks, the red X is uh, just right about where the Stevie Ray Vaughan statue would be. Okay. In Austin. What do you do? <sighs> I mean, I'm not, I, I don't care enough about landmarks. I, if that's all that's revealed to me, I think I just uh, maybe create a little folder of little pieces of paper, little things that I discover in little, the house. A little scrapbook. Yeah. So you uh you get a scrapbook for house memories, that's what you call it. House yeah. memories. Colon <laughs> memories of the house. <laughs> you uh you know, you you store you store this one away. You go back, you paint the uh you paint the room light mauve. It's uh it's like a freeing experience, you know. You got some music playing on the radio. You got the windows open. The breeze coming through once again you smell that honeysuckle on the air you paint the whole room you go into the closet right okay it's like a like a big walk-in closet you pull the string the light comes on there's a bunch of shelving in there you know you're ready to go you start you're like, hey, that pl- sorry this is this is a really important detail is sure. it that plastic type shelving or is it no. like the fancy wooden type of it's like uh yeah, there's like there's like a long wooden rod that runs the length of the wall. Uh-huh. There's um, some boxes. I don't know how I'm not articulate with this, but uh, there's just like boxes along the ground for like shoes to go inside of, like little compartments for shoes. Mm-hmm. There's uh, some metal racks along the other wall. Okay, so they did the closet upright before. Yeah, cool. Shelving along the top. So you're like you know, I mean, you have extra paint. You're like, yeah, I'll just go ahead and paint the inside of this. You know. So once again, you spend uh, you spend the end of the night sort of prepping the closet area, making sure you're not going to get anything on any of the, the hardware. You, uh, you feel like, okay, I've done a lot, you know, done enough for, for today. You go to sleep. When you fall asleep, once again, you fall asleep with the windows open. You hear like uh, what, what you swear is just two crickets having a conversation like <laughs> it, they're, they're speaking in like cricket language but uh-huh. you can tell that like their chirps are intensifying and somebody oh, is taking somebody else to task oh shit so you're listening to this squabble counting sheep and just before you drift off into neverland you hear the smire the the firing of a very small gun <gasps> oh no and you don't know how you know it, but you feel just like a singular small life just sort of blink out of existence. So you have this dream, right? You dream uh, you dream that you're in like a, the woods and you're you're you can you can tell that there's a clearing. You can just kind of see it through the trees and you're struggling through the brush, through the vines, through the limbs. You're just trying. You, it just it just feels like really, really hard to get through. But you know that everything is going to be okay as soon as you get into the clearing. 
and it it feels like forever just fighting through this 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 woods right and uh you you do it and you just you just feel just tired and sore and you're sweaty and you're hot and you're just uncomfortable and you the, you break through the the barrier into the clearing and you feel just a soft cool breeze on the air and there's a stump in the middle of the clearing and sitting on that stump is a cricket is he holding a gun he's not holding a gun okay he has like his cricket legs he has like little what, what looks to be like uh, angel wings it's not that, uh, what was that cricket that had the little spectacles? Jiminy cricket? Or the monocle? Yeah. No, this is like a real cricket. It's not a cartoon a real character. Cricket. That'd be okay. ridiculous. All right. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, okay. What do you do? I just uh, fought through wooden woods and forest. I'm exhausted. I'm sore. I really want to sit down on that stump. So I'm going to ask the cricket, because it's my dream. Yeah. Um, I'm going to ask the cricket if, if uh, they would mind if, if I could have a, a seat on the stump. So you approach the cricket. The cricket sees you and it kind of, you can tell that it like looks at you, like you feel its mm-hmm. eyes on you. You mm-hmm. see it tracking your, your, your face with its eyes. Yeah. You get up to it and what do you, what do you say to it? Hey, hey, ba- uh, hey, hey, pal. Uh, look, I've had a really long day and I, you know, I, I don't want to speak. Uh, to how hard of a day you might have had today but i sure could use a seat on that stump would you can i can i put you in my hand and and we can sit together on the on the stump the cricket kind of like turns its head and it looks at you Mm -hmm. and it doesn't it doesn't speak in a normal voice but it speaks to you in like a harmonic tone Hmm. right I don't know how to describe it. It's like a like yeah. a major key, right? Like it's like a, a very bright, pleasant sound, but it's just like a like a four part harmony comes out of uh-huh. its mouth, and it says, uh, "No need," and it kind of hops off to the side of the stump, and it takes one of its arms and it sort of gestures out to you. You sit on the stump. Yeah, I say thanks. That's, I really appreciate it. You sit on What's the your name. Uh, he says, uh, nobody's ever asked my name. What? You're so friendly. Why wouldn't they? He goes, nobody ever makes it out of the forest. Oh. He goes, people call me Bart. Well, how do you do, Bart? He kind of. I'm Valerie. He goes, nice to meet you, Valerie. Once again, a beautiful four part major harmony, right? Now, what could you maybe give me a little flavor for what that sounds like? It's it's almost like uh, it's just like it's just like a solid tone. It's like mm-hmm. almost electronic in nature. Uh-huh. It's not, but it's not abrasive. It feels uh-huh. it's like very it's very pleasant sounding, uh, calming in a way, but also uh, it's uplifting. You know. Okay. So Bart. Uh, he looks at you, right? He says, tell me, Valerie, what is it that you want? <sighs> well, I'd like to, I want to relax first and foremost on this. He kind of nods lovely. his head and you feel so fucking relaxed. Every muscle in your body just almost like loses the ability to tense up. 
you know hmm. it just everything just sort of you just kind of slide down an inch completely comfortable he says what else you know, Bart, that's something I have a hard time thinking about, but I just bought this new house. I don't know if you know about this, but I, I, I bought this new house, got it for a great deal. I just finished painting one room. I would just love to finish painting the whole house, have some friends over to celebrate. And that's that's kind of what I what I want right now. Bart sort of thinks on it for a moment. And he says, follow me. He turns around and those angel wings sort of just flap and he flies away. You know, he's not like jumping around like a cricket. Uh Do you follow him? I mean, I got fully relaxed on that stump. He helped me relax. I'm in a dream. Why not? So you follow, uh, you follow Bart. You, uh, you follow him through the clearing to the other side of the woods, right? Mm-hmm. He kind of looks at you and he says, this won't be easy. And he turns and heads inside. Do you continue? Uh, Bart, what do you mean it won't be easy? He doesn't answer. Jeez, oh, Bart. Oh, man, I look back at that stump and I think about how relaxed I was. I mean, you still feel I- pretty relaxed. You know. Yeah. Um, I mean, at some point I'm going to wake from my dream, I, I think to myself. And uh, who knows what kind of adventure is up ahead. Let's let's go. All right, Bart, I'm coming. So you enter the brush. You look down, careful not to step on, on Bart. Mm-hmm. You walk in and you start walking. And the same way kind of as you made your way into the clearing, making your, out, your way out is equally as hard. You're just sort of fighting through everything. It's It's almost like... Like in old video games, like if you ever played like a like a racing video game, you would see the horizon sort of just appear out of nothing, and you would see it sort of enlarge as you came closer to it. That's what it's like with like the thickness of of what you're trying to get through. Uh, it it feels like it takes so long, and when you're at your most exhausted, the emptiest, you've emptied the tank. You come to the end of a clearing, and you see that there's a stream running. It's a bright brilliant blue stream almost with streaks of silver in it Mm -hmm. uh you can tell that it's like cold and fresh you see you look up you see at the edge of 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 the stream bart is standing there and he said he kind of gestures to the stream he says here's where we make your dreams a reality he says, this is the time stream. The time stream. Because what you want will be given to you. Just take a drink. You walk up. You see the stream. It's just like planet Earth on steroids. You know, it's just like it looks like <laughs> the source of all life flowing in front of you. What do you do? Uh, hey, hey, Bart, can, would you mind if I ask you a question? He uh, turns to you, he says, sure. 
once again, very non-threatening four-part harmony. Mm-hmm. So, Bart, I've, I'm just wondering, given this is the, the stream of life. He, he's, he looks at you. You see his eyes narrow. Mm-hmm. And he sort of like flies up a little bit. And he says, it's the time stream. And when he says it, it's like a, it's like a minor key. Oh, boy. He, he kind of hovers at your eye level for a moment. Yeah. And he descends back down to the side of the stream. Oh, I'm in trouble now. Um, I'm in a dream. I, I'm going to go for it. So, so Bart, would it, can I trouble you for maybe changing the thing that I wanted? He says, no, you fought to get this far for that dream. That's what you wanted. Just take a drink. Okay. I'll take a drink. How do you do it? I just kind of cut my hands and bend bend down to the time stream and, so and uh, the time stream is sort of cut into the into like a rock bed. Like you mm-hmm. look at this time stream and you can tell that it's been there for a long, long time. Like nothing stood a chance. Hmm. That's how long this thing has been there. Anything that would have gotten in the way of it has been eroded away eons ago. So you, uh, you got to reach down into it. So you kind of lay down on your stomach. Bart sort of hops over to you. Mm-hmm. He's looking you right in the eyes. You reach down with both hands and your hands break the water and your hands break the water. And it reminds you of a time when you were a child. It reminds mm-hmm. you of a time when, uh, you had gone to like a, to like a creek. Like you had a, you had a friend who lived on like kind of like out of the way, you know. And they're on the on the back of their property. They had like a creek, and uh, her family used to like bathe in the creek. They would like shit in the creek and like <laughs> let it like wash away, you know. They fished out yeah. of that creek. They ate the fish from that creek. Um, it was just it was a creek that like sustained so many elements of their life and you went over there it was uh it was your friend uh his name was danny bald and uh danny bald (laughs) uh it was his 10th birthday party and it was like a swim party you know so uh you you show up there and you'd heard the stories about the creek you show up there and it's just like all these kids in this creek that has definitely been shit and pissed in and uh you know they're splashing around and you're like you know what i'm here i'm here to have a good time all your like a bunch of kids you went to school with, you know, or people you knew from like your neighborhood, they were all there. You take a dip in this creek and you just had like one of those moments in the sun, just like a brilliant shining example of what it was like to be a child. It's something that comes to you when you're like thinking about how tough times can be and how you want the world. You want to leave it better than you found it. Like you want every day to feel like the creek at Danny Bald's house. And the water that you feel in your hand is the exact same temperature as what you remember it as. Mm -hmm. It's a shock how cold it is, but it's also like freeing in a sense because you've conquered it. You know, it's like once you've gotten in, it's not as bad. And it's just like that feeling resonates throughout every fiber of your body. 
You cup the water in your hands. You bring it to your mouth. <sighs> you see uh, Bart standing there. His mm-hmm. crooked eyes wide. His angel wings fluttering. He's like raised a little bit off the ground. He's sort of like gesturing, like drink, drink. Uh-huh. So you, uh, you take a, you take a drink. When you drink the water in your hands, you wake up. You drink the water in your hands, you wake up, and you are just surrounded by like super, super tall green shoots. You can oh, see God. that they have like sharp edges to them. Uh, you every it just everything is very loud. The, the there's like sunlight pouring in that's very intense. You go to shield yourself and you look down and it's not your normal hand. Instead, it's the hand of like uh like what I, what can only be described as a cricket. And uh, you try to shield your cricket eyes from the sun and uh, and you realize that something has drastically changed. Uh, you look up into the window of what you can now recognize as your new home and you see a man that looks just like you standing in the window. It's you but like with a mustache <gasps> and you hear the roar. Of a lawnmower oh god you hear the roar of a lawnmower it's so loud you can't tell where it's coming from you look around you tell that you're on a blade of grass you try to hop your legs aren't working you're not really used to the cricket exoskeleton the uh the lawnmower (laughs) is just roaring and you're standing there tears in your eyes and uh, you just kind of wait and wait you see the blade coming in overhead uh you scream as loud as you can and then the lawnmower blade cuts your fucking head off god damn it (laughs) i've been honey i shrunk the kids (laughs) Yeah, Bart's an agent of the time stream, and he he's there to fuck with you. Man, fucking Bart. <laughs> yeah, he cut your little cricket head off. Jeez. He, uh, he kept your house. He painted over immediately. Oh, my God. Immediately. He painted over that with, room. like, a safety cone orange. It's hideous. <laughs> he ruined your house. He also found uh, the scrapbook. He found a scrapbook and he went and he dug up under the Stephen Ray Vaughn statue and there was a, a gold nugget there that was no. worth $17 million. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. Like Stevie shit it out himself. Oh, that realtor <laughs> knew about this. Yep. Holmes. Oh, God. Damn, you fucking died. <sighs> fucking Bart. <laughs>